A year ago, we started 2020 with um, a celebration of what had been. Um, 2019 was when I came to be your pastor, and there had been a lot of transition, and there had been a lot of transition in 2018, a lot of transition in 2019, and we wanted to start the year off celebrating what had happened. Um, We had made the decision in the fall of 2019 to move to the Women's Club of Clayton uh, out of the fitness center, which was a huge move for our church. And we were excited about what was possible in this new place. Um, This week, I got a coupon in my email for Panera um, for the catering. And um, I remembered that lovely, huge, big breakfast um, that we had together um, for Celebration Sunday last year and pictures of me trying to wrangle um, like 30 balloons in like gale force winds came up. Um, Those were good times. Um, We did. We started the year off with a great celebration of what could be possible in the coming year. And we had looked at all of the Clayton activities. We were going to be involved in our community and ready to go. All of those things were canceled. Um, We had planned worship through the spring. If you'll remember, we'd started last in Advent in 2019 with like seasons of worship. The idea of kind of having seasons of church that you could invite people to. We were trying something different and all that had to be scrapped. Um, All of the, from Lent to Easter, all of that had to be scrapped um, to punt and do something different with worship together. And we did worship together. We did do it differently. And um, we were able, because of our size, because we had the resources to just be able to switch quickly to Zoom worship. Um, I was remembering this week of how far we've come in our use of technology. Like, we're still figuring out recording. Like, there's always something that was like, once you've got one thing settled, um, another problem arises um, or another need arises. But in those first few days, do you remember how stressful it was trying to get everybody online? Like I was texting and Facebook messaging and emailing links out and we were all trying to get on. And then there was the Sunday that like Zoom completely crashed and we wound up on like Google or something. Um, We were nimble in the spring. We were willing to jump around so that we could be together. Um, we decorated for Easter Sunday. We decorated our little Zoom boxes and we shared, we learned how to do communion meaningfully together. And for Easter, you dressed in bright colors and uh, drew on, um, added streamers behind you and drew on windows and um, created things uh, of bright color behind you. Um, the Hollands showed up in brightly colored wigs. Um, we did uh, Pentecost Sunday, uh, where I delivered your bags to uh, to you with different things to decorate your space with. And um, we all came in red and orange dressed like fire and uh, de- had crazy decorations um, that were supposed to look um, like the spirit just sort of put them there. Or that's at least the excuse I was using for how crazy mine looked in my little square. Um, <laughs> it's supposed to look like a big wind came through. That's why it looks so crazy. Um, we some fun figuring out how to do different kinds of worship and make it interesting and exciting. Um, 
we moved forward with getting our t-shirts made. We had just voted on that and um, had not really moved forward. And so in the middle of a pandemic, we got new designs for our t-shirts and you all got them. And um, uh, we have um, been wearing them and advertising um, when we have been able to be out and about. Um, we have now moved forward with a new, well, a year ago, we moved forward with a, a website design and we realized that it wasn't, it had never really been our fault, um, that we needed a different platform. And I'll come back to that in a little bit, but, but we're working, um, with the company, uh, to best utilize technology, um, we collected, we did two big mission projects this year. We collected school items, um, that um, with an idea that um, started with Tracy from uh, book bags that she had gathered and um, we collected school supplies uh, and donated those to a ministry that we'd heard about over the summer that we uh, had shared with us a little bit during worship. Um, we also uh, ended the year with uh, working uh, that box of stuff that we put together to send to Janae and her family was 15 pounds. You sent 15 pounds of stuff to Belgium along with collecting and offering. Um, they're a missionary family that I know um, doesn't get a, as much support as some others. And after a really hard year, um, we were able to be a bright spot for a missionary family that works with refugees in Belgium. And I just think that's cool, um, Our the overarching reach of our congregation. Um, we hired Nathaniel as our summer intern. Um, then we hired financial help. Um, we hired somebody to help us. That had been kind of a concern uh, since before I got here, figuring out really where we were financially and where we needed to be. And um, Kathy and Trinity Concepts have been wonderful um, to help us get things figured out. We're still figuring it out because 2020 didn't really clarify a lot of how we were spending because it was such a different year. But her presence has helped us so much um, and actually saving us money um, as uh, she is aware of different things that we just weren't and is able to keep uh, better track of some of our spending. Um, we decided that we wanted to move out of homeostasis and hire Michael, knowing that was a risk for the church rather than sitting on reserves um, and just kind of hoping for the best. Um, you all as a congregation, a congregation that has not really done business meetings. Um, we had a virtual one uh, where you shared your opinions about taking that risk to hire Michael and bring him on. That is huge. That is really huge. Um, even before Michael got here, we have been able to keep the youth group meeting weekly um, since the fall of 2019. And I, it's easy. It's been going so long and so well now that it's easy to forget that that wasn't happening before. Um, and even through a pandemic and through the summer, um, we had uh, teenagers actively meeting together um, virtually every week, uh, almost every week. And, um, and that group has grown closer together, is learning um, more about um, God, is learning more about themselves, um, and growing closer together, and, and also have just had some good fun together. 
Um, we've started an adult community group that has included a couple of our newest members or our newest participants at Mosaic. Um, and we have had some really good conversations in the fall, looking at scripture and taking it even further. Um, I would say um, they that group and what that has become, I think, represents a growing edge for Mosaic that I'm really excited to see where where uh, what God has in store there. For worship this year, we have talked about some really hard things because there's been some really hard things happening in our world. We have talked about racism. We have talked about white national, uh, white privilege and Christian nationalism. Um, we have talked about um, about science and um, we have talked about a lot of really heavy topics along with hopefully some very encouraging messages or some messages that met you right where you are right now, but also some some worship that's pushed you a little bit because our world has been tough this year. Um, we've been able to be support for one another through a very difficult kind of year. And um, we have met for worship in people's yards. Um, Each week that we met in people's yards, um, we had to have multiple plans, worship plans on hand because we were constantly watching the weather. And so for each of those services, multiple services were planned depending on where we would be and what we would be able to do. Um, We have... uh, I think made great strides in where we are technologically this year um, for a church of our size to be able to um, host. When I tell people that like when we were in the building that we were doing live worship and Zoom worship at the same time and um, managing both of them, they're like, man, that's a lot. I'm like, yeah, it is. But it's what our church needs. Um, And so to be able to to try to figure that out, how to do that well, um, Michael and I have also been having a lot of conversations not just about what we need technologically right now, but what we're going to need in the future. And um, because this technology piece is never going away, and which is not a bad thing. Um, It gives us a far greater reach. And so we have been working on thinking about how do we how do we do worship well? That's part of why we're recording the service and trying out that YouTube thing. And that was part of the reason in hiring Michael was knowing that we were going to have to to move forward in some areas to think about the future. And we've actually been moving forward and doing that, which is incredibly exciting. Um, we had an online Christmas party, which was so much fun. Uh, we left that going, we've got to laugh together. We'll, we'll come back to laughter in a minute, but um, we are going to hopefully plan something in February that we can have an online party again. Um, you guys are fun, even in tiny little squares, um, virtually in your own homes. We had a, we had a great time um, together. We... I said to the leadership team on Monday night, um, they were in place at a a great time and and made some really major decisions for us. Um, And that that is a shift, I think, um, from from when I got here. Um, Your leadership team has led you through this year and through the the challenges um, that we have faced this year. Um, What I want to say is... um, we, you all have done, a, did a great job in the spring of immediately moving online together. And I'll, I'll come back to this in just a minute, but um, 
you you committed to this community no matter what. We've had people showing up um, at work, people showing up on vacation, um, people coming together. You, again, we we make up a population that is some of the least committed churchgoers in, in the majority of our churches in America. And to be as committed as you have been to one another, I think has been defining for us as a congregation, as a community, as a family in 2020. And um, I'm really, I'm really proud of that. I'm proud of, of who you all are together and, and what you have been for each other in such a really, really hard year. It is also not a small thing. Um, I watched this week as a, a pastor of a really big church who's been doing this for a really long time and he's really prestigious like that it post on Facebook having to kind of dance around um, he'd put something that somebody took too political online and he'd had to take it down and he was talking about how challenging it is to be a pastor I hear this over and over again and not that this has not been a hard season to pastor through um, I am grateful for your support I am grateful for your willingness to engage hard topics I know we're not always all on the same page. And that is not, that's not the most important thing. The most important thing is that we as a congregation are continuing to learn what it means to be the presence of Christ in our world. Um, And I'll expand on that just a little bit more as I talk about what I see as our future for Mosaic. But know that the fact that you, you moved quickly online, that we have loved and protected each other and our community by saying, you know, this is, we'll, when we, even when we gather, we'll, we'll mask up, we'll distance, we'll use hand sanitizer. Like that, that was not an arguing point speaks so much to who Mosaic is. And it makes me proud to be serving this, this community of believers. None of this is small. Um, I know we came into 2020 hoping for growth and numbers to be added. And and while we have had that, even in a pandemic, what we've also gotten has been even more important. I facilitated this past week over five hours of conversations of pastors from all across our country of different, different sized churches, all trying to do things innovatively. And one of the things that kept rising to the top is that, um, we knew, Mosaic knew when we were coming into 2020, that we were in the middle of a reset or a relaunch. Um, we were prepared for this. We'd had hard conversations in the fall of 2019 about who we were. Um, we'd moved most of our giving online. We'd restructured our church, our programming, our leadership team to make sense for who we were. We'd found a new location that made sense for who we are. Um, we'd had a lot of time together in the fall of 2019, knowing that we wanted to move forward this year, no matter what this year held, uh, no matter what 2020 held. We covenanted to be together for a time. This week, it hit me that other churches did not have that advantage, even as hard as that season was. Other churches didn't have that advantage coming into 2020. 
Every single church is going through a reset or a relaunch in 2021. Um, they have already been in it. They may not know it yet. <laughs> they may still be thinking everything's just going to go back to normal, but every church is in the middle of a reset and a relaunch. And we just get to be one of the many churches that's a part of a reset and a relaunch, which is exciting. I sat in a meeting this week with a pastor that I really respect, and um, he said, we have no idea who is still with us. They've been hosting online parties, hosting small groups, but most things have kind of petered out as people have kind of gotten Zoom fatigue. And in the larger congregation, it's it's easier to do that. And they're, they're not a huge congregation, just a moderate-sized congregation. But he said once we're not doing everything on Zoom. Once we're back together in the building some, once we're back to some normal or even some different programming, we have no idea who is still a part of our church at this moment. And I thought, oh, how terrifying. And what a wonderful blessing to be a part of a small congregation where we know who is here because we see you all in the little boxes um, each Sunday. That's that's huge. Again, you just show up, but I, I just want to remind you that that's a big deal and it, it gives us a great advantage um, and a great foundation to continue growing on. In 2020 and now 2021, it, both years were a reset for all of our churches. I do believe that the sky is the limit for what we create for the future. Um, even as non-traditional as Mosaic was, we had our sacred cows, our things that you couldn't not do. We kind of were just operating on autopilot with some things. And this in 2020, that kind of shattered all of that. And now we get to we get to rebuild and dream something new. 2020 was defined uh, defined churches by how they responded to the crises happening in the world and in their own backyards. Um, we are poised for the future in good ways. There's a there's a couple of things that I think lie ahead for us. Um, one, this is kind of just a I'm going to get on a soapbox for a minute. I think 2020 will be divided into two parts. That's not really rocket science, like pre-vaccine and post-vaccine. A key component for both parts is going to be community. In the winter and the spring, as we grow weary again of Zoom, as of just being together online, it is important not to give up meeting together. Think about it as a long distance relationship that you have committed to being a part of. It's not ideal. It's not the best way to connect, but it works. And this is a long distance relationship that you have committed and you're going to find a way to be together. I think the second half of the year, it's also critical that we're going to be committed to being in community with one another when we will have all the options open to us uh, that have been closed for 18 months my question is, will church, will this community be one of your priorities? It doesn't always have to be the top priority, but it needs to be one of your priorities as you're thinking about how you build your life, because we will all be rebuilding our lives. Where is church, where is Mosaic going to fit in that? 
there will be people looking for a community like ours, and we need to be ready to embrace them. But we also need each other. We need the encouragement. We need the refinement. We need the the um, helping each other. We need to be grounded in this this faith community, this church, as we are rebuilding our lives to give us guidance and hope and to challenge us um, as we're as we're doing that really important work. Don't get so busy that you're too busy for what Mosaic offers. I think we're also poised for the role that technology will continue to play. Um, And um, I'm going to jump ahead for the sake of time together. Um, So as we, as I said earlier, we are um, working on updating our podcast uh, more regularly and connecting with Zoom. We've we've hired somebody. The leadership team voted to hire someone to help us to create a new website, and we will soon be launching that. That will have links directly to um, information about us and our worship services. We were using WordPress. We were using kind of a, a free online service, and it looked like it. And so we have, as a church, uh, invested. Michael has invested his staff time um, into working on this, and we are going to have a platform that is able to be to take us into the future, take us to the next level. And I'm, I'm excited about what that can mean for us. When I think about the themes of what makes Mosaic so special, how we've been marked and defined, especially by this last year, I come up with three words, three actions. Um, Mosaic is a church that learns, that loves, and that laughs. Mosaic is a church that learns. One of the things that came up when I was being interviewed uh, for to be your pastor here at Mosaic was how I saw um, the importance of understanding the context of scripture. You want to not just take things at face value, but to jump into the scriptures and walk around in them a little bit. We've done that this year, too, with some really difficult topics. Um, We have jumped into the scriptures and seen how they can come alive for us, even in what to do in this hostile political climate. We have kept learning. We are a church that keeps learning. That was the original purpose of scripture. It was to, to keep learning and keep informing and keep interpreting what it says in light of each new generation in light of new information as it comes in. It it wasn't just to remain flat on a page. We're a church that learns, and I believe that there are people who are looking for a church that engages that scripture, uh, that engages scripture that way. But I also think it's who we're called to be as Christians. Mosaic is also a church that loves. Our community has been tested this year. I know that some of you have felt really alone at times. Some of you have felt really overwhelmed at times. We've seen our weak spots, but we've also seen our strengths. You have chosen to show up again at work, on vacation, uh, when you're traveling, um, and even just on a regular basis, showing up in these little squares for each other. And that is not a small thing. We've said that we've loved the people we're connected to. We've loved our community enough that we won't meet in person or when we do, we'll meet outdoors or when we do meet indoors, we're going to be masked. We're going to be distanced. We're going to be hand sanitizing. 
you have loved each other and loved those beyond us as well. 1 Corinthians 13 says that you can do all kinds of things, have all kinds of gifts, but if you don't have love, it's all for nothing. We have to be genuine, committed. We have a genuine, committed kind of love for each other, for our church, for our community, for God, for God's people. We have to keep loving. When Mosaic was originally formed, it was really easy to just say we're open and loving and we don't all agree on the same things. Just come on in and we'll show you how much we love everybody. At that time, a lot of churches would not do that. Today, the climate has changed as people are looking for churches. And I think what God is calling us to as individuals, as people of faith, um, they are looking for people We should be people who are willing to ask the questions about racism in our country and our churches, speaking up and out about those things. Um, We should be people um, that are speaking out against a worship of power. It's important that we're clear about where we stand. We may not have all the answers or know what that means or how that will play out for us um, in our little small community, But we can say that these things matter. As we say that we're open to all, including LGBTQ, uh, the LGBTQ community, we need to be more bold in saying that and not just hoping they'll show up and we can love them and be kind. There are parts of who we are as a church. and, And we all know people, our families and friends that don't agree with who we are. They will have something to say about it. But there are so few Christians, so few churches that are willing to engage in these conversations, that I believe we have to step into that part of our identity from a place of love, whatever that means for us. I do believe that the church collectively, if it is going to have a future, um, it has to be a little more honest and a little louder about what we believe in when when it comes to being open and loving to all believing that God really does love all people and calls us to be working for a more equal world. We have to keep learning and loving well. And sometimes that means speaking and acting out of our convictions. But in case you're worried that I'm trying to push us to be a protesting, flag-waving kind of church, the final thing that I think we do well as Mosaic together is laugh. I believe we can do all that learning and loving and having the hard conversations um, while being our fun-loving, hilarious, community-driven congregation. We are a fun bunch, and the world needs a little more fun and good community now. We can keep uh, dressing up, giving each other a hard time, playing games and some mostly friendly competition, The world needs lightness and levity. It needs my word for last week, playfulness. We need more of that in the world too. The world needs people who take themselves seriously enough to know that they have a part to play in the world, but not too seriously. The world needs people who are able to laugh and enjoy one another. And again, I would say learning and the loving are nothing without the laughing. Mosaic, as we step forward into our future, may we have the peace to know that God has plans for us. May we go forward learning, loving, and laughing all 
the way. Will you pray with me?